With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jazz here, and I am so digging the GeekCast Radio Network. Greetings, humans. This is Starscream, and you're listening to ToyCast. And if any of you call me a parts former, one more time! Toycast, oh yes, listening to the only toy podcast you will ever need. Hello and welcome to Toycast. This is episode 141. Don't ask, folks. You'll figure it out when you figure it out. But yes, we're on our way to 150 episodes and then 200 for Toycast. I'm, of course, TF2 and Mike. Joining me this time around is Steve Megatron. Hello. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. And tonight we are going to talk about the excitement of the toys that time forgot. So this is a mixture of two of Steve's ideas where he said to me off air about we could talk about stuff we're excited for now or stuff we've gotten recently. And we can also talk about stuff we've, you know, rediscovered, you know, from the past. And the funny thing about this is, is what I remember, not really remember, remember, but what I am finding is, you know, everybody's doing these year end, oh, top of 2021 lists and stuff of whatever. It doesn't have to be toy, just the top lists of 2021 kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And all of the Funko Pops that I managed and was lucky enough to get throughout 2021 are not even... Funko Pops that were released in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, uh, there have been a couple that I have gotten that have been released this year, but I just got in um, the uh, Miles Morales winter suit. It's the Gamerverse. It was a Hot Topic exclusive from Spider-Man Miles Morales, and it's one of the more interesting pops because it's him hanging upside down like he's you know webbing and whatever and he's got his winter hat on and his and his his earmuffs and all of that and i'm like that's really really ingenious oh wait this came out in 2020 whoops (laughs) it's been that kind of kind of start to this decade folks so what about you sir what are you currently excited for well, Transformers for one, but uh, yeah, there's there's so many good ones, so many good ones coming out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when we started recording way back when uh, ATTF, and we're like, oh, 
you know, it'd be nice to have show accurate characters. It'd be nice mm-hmm. to have this. It'd be nice to have that. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm sitting here now and I'm like, oh, they're actually here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're actually coming out. Uh, and so I, I've I've hit this point where I'm about to hit some of the Holy Grail marks and then I'm experimenting with custom figures because they just they're figures that'll never be made. And I figured, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just like when uh, I was collecting a ton of the Batman Beyond or Batman, the animated series figures, and before I purged the, the majority of everything, I made a Batman Beyond Return of the Joker figure. And I, I have to say to this day that my customs are probably some of my, my favorite figures just because it, it pushed me to not only ruin a figure completely <laughs> to the point that there's no going back once I start. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. fact that, uh, for instance, that figure, I took a uh, one of the wild card jokers mm-hmm. and I popped his head off. Yes, yes, you and did. I remember shattering the body because it was one of the ones with the black uh, mm-hmm. outfit because I, I had the regular one and then I had that one. And, and I was like, well, it doesn't have to be perfect. I think I got it for like. 10 bucks or something. And then I got a Nightwing figure for about six or seven or something. So mm-hmm. I, I managed to mix them down, you know, smooth out the chest, you know, sanding it down. I had to cut off a lot of the Joker hair and then smooth it out and then paint everything. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, it. and so it's still, cause I, I color matched literally everything. I, I took pictures of the Joker to the store Mm-hmm. And from the from the show, and I, I color matched it with the testers paints that I, I saw at like Joanne's or Michael's or wherever it was. I got the paint, and it's funny because you know look, looking back to that, it was very amateur, but it was still better than when I got testers paints as a teenager and tried to touch up uh, my Beast Wars Megatron. Uh, original dinosaur or my machine wars megatron or my uh, rampage figure that i had it was just infinitely better and then looking back now i'm still learning some new things because i have customized about half of my transformer collection (laughs) so like uh, half of them are kingdom half of them thrilling 30 some original some transmetal some uh, knock off some of them more for Cybertron line in Kingdom and whatnot. So it's fun because I've managed to completely custom about literally half of them now at this point. And I've learned quite a bit. There's certain paints I've learned that they streak really well on certain characters mm-hmm. <laughs> based on the plastics used or uh, that if you use certain types of paint, they solidify to the point they're a brick. Yep. Uh, and I've learned too that you must take them completely apart <laughs> if you want to ever transform them again, and because it allows you to coat them and you know doing less coats more often. And so I'm a I'm a on the verge of, of undertaking a, a completely custom figure that requires kit bashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those that are familiar with my love of Transformers. 
and Beast Wars Megatron, will know that there's probably two Beast Wars Megatron figures that I'll never own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them is from BotCon 2006, which is the Cybertron Scattershot figure, where he's basically the armored version, and they painted him differently, and then they, they popped a Megatron head on him. Mm-hmm. And yes, I could make the same figure, but why? Plus, I don't really care to have one that's that gargantuan at this point uh, in time. So uh, the other one that came out was a Robots in Disguise Megatron that was completely repainted with like the reds, oranges and golds and given a Beast Wars Megatron head from like the Transmetal because he's supposedly like Transmetal 3 from like the Uprising line. And that one would be cheaper to obtain, but I still don't want it bad Mm -hmm. enough. I want the Beast Wars Megatron that's from Dawn of Future Past when he took the armor off. Right. Yeah. So I've 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 whittled down and I've uh, done more toy research than I probably needed to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the the right shape, the right size, the right you know uh, components that would that would help create that. So I've I've tracked down you know getting. It's funny because I was looking for the War for Cybertron Kingdom Beast Megatron head, and somebody's like, "Well, would a T Rex work if you're just going to repaint it?" He's like, "Because," and it's some artist. Uh, I can't. I feel bad because I forgot his name, but he's he's on AllSpark, and he's like, he he private messaged me. He's like, um, "So you you just need to repaint it, right?" And I said, "Yeah." He says, "I have a T Rex head." He's like, "Just pay the shipping, and I'll send it to you." And I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> cool. So I, I'm going to re- completely repaint it anyway. So the the head, which figure it came from, doesn't matter. And then there's the, the, the fact of the torso, which I'm getting the Combiner Wars Skywarp mm, for. Interesting. And, and there's a reason behind this particular figure. I, I was looking at the chest of the... Dawn of Future Past, Megatron, as well as the Skywarp, and the way that the chest looks is pretty identical. I got to fill in some of the what looks like the beak of the uh, the the cockpit of the the faux du- cockpit that's on his chest. Mm-hmm. So I have to fill that in a little bit, and then just basically repaint it. But it's got the shoulder guards, it's got the the right proportions for the arms, it's got uh, some of it is black, which means that I won't have to repaint everything. And some of it I'll have to repaint. I mean, it's got some purple, so I'm going to have to get a purple paint, which you'll be ecstatic about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've to, shown you're off basically design. completely purple in different shades. Yeah, yeah. You've shown off designs to us uh, in private messages and stuff. And I'm like, ooh, that's cool. Make yeah, and it's watch. a digibatch. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I photoshopped the individual components, like cut them off of the, the figures, and then I photoshopped <laughs> them to look how I'm going to make it. And or at least the intention. <laughs> and then I, I I'm still torn on the legs. I, there's a possibility I may get this thing called Milliput, which is like a, it's like a putty that hardens that you can mm-hmm. kind of craft and then you you seal it and then you paint it. And I may go that route. It just depends on how the feet work, because I'm not totally familiar with this figure, never having had any of the Combiner Wars figures. And right. The other option is getting a War for Cybertron Kingdom Galvatron's tort like legs and waist. Mm-hmm. 
and attaching them, which is exactly what I had in the Digibash, and I, I think that it would fit really well, but it's a matter of if I can dismember it from the uh, each figure and reattach it. <laughs> yeah. Which that I'm a little skeptical on, so I'm going to see what I can do once the Skywarp arrives and then see how I can component piece it together. But uh, otherwise, I mean, that's that's one of my my things is the the beast wars like that's kind of my gateway to all things transformers <laughs> exactly it's almost as if this was an episode of all things transformers even though yeah. it's toycast yeah. but no but and it's crazy to me and i understand i get it don't get me wrong i get it it's a convention exclusive i just I typed in Botcon 2006 Megatron. It's like $1,500 only... on eBay. Oh, no. It's worse. He's higher? Oh, it's worse. I can't wait to look this up now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll send you the link, but it's 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 worse. It is <laughs> nearly $3,000. It picked sucker up back in the day. The only, yeah, the only listing I have found that is of just him, that is of the correct Megatron, is $2,950 or best offer plus $50 shipping. Oh, yeah. 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 So I'm like, um, Uh, yeah, hmm. it kills me. It's funny. It's crazy. It's like, why? Why? And I mean, I get it. It's a convention exclusive. I mean, you know, but not the, the, the the rest of the maximals though, they go mm-hmm. for anywhere between two and three thousand. Yeah, for the kit of five, like it's not even the the yeah. the, the extras like Waspinator and uh, Tigatron and Air Razor that came out separately. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at the, the very next listing is the full set box set complete one thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I bought Scattershot and then I got the head from the War for Cybertron or the T-Rex figure and I applied mm-hmm. it here, I could do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it would require elbow grease, but I, I know I could do it. Yeah. And that's the point of it. But uh, the other one, the one from the 2016, Donna Predicus, the, the, the dragon Megatron. He right. goes, he, uh, it's funny cause six months ago he went for $200 <laughs> on, on eBay. Now he goes for five. Jesus. Like I've, I've, I've kind of like just watched it periodically just <laughs> out of curiosity. I, I'll never pull the trigger on it. I, oh I'm no, seeing a there's ton no of, way. I'm seeing a ton of them on there now, which is yeah. funnier. I'll get up, but especially all the bot concepts, like they're all like crazy on there, but I just honestly, I don't care. Like, it's not something I, I feel I have to have. And it's probably because it's so outrageously priced. Like, a lot of the stuff that's out nowadays is outrageously priced. Mm. I will be very interested to see. And to my knowledge, there hasn't been any new listings yet for what Funko is doing next with the Transformers stuff. Because the last one they had released was a convention-exclusive tracks, But, I mean, so far they've, you know, done all of the, you know, Optimuses and Soundwaves and 
and Megatrons and Bumblebees and they've done Starscream. They haven't done the rest of the Seeker Jets or anything like that, but it would be really interesting to see if Funko got a hold of the Beast Wars stuff to see what. <laughs> if they came out with Funko Beast Wars, I would probably pull the trigger on Megatron. I would yeah, that's say what I'm saying. the rest of them. But. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's going to be really interesting to see if the if Funko still has the license. Over, like, I don't know what's going to happen this year because, like I said, they've had the license for various Transformers things since Dark of the Moon, but only recently in their retro toy line did they do the classic characters based on the actual robot modes of the action figures. So if you look at any of the Megatrons, it's basically toy gun Megatron robot mode. It looks just like, except the fact that he has a giant head and he has a giant bucket for a head. It's, it's robot, you know, it's 1980s robot Megatron. Same thing with Soundwave. Uh, With Soundwave, they've done several different things. They've done, Regular Soundwave in the regular three inch or four inch or whatever, whatever the standard size for Funkos are, and uh, they've done the giant size, the ten inch one, and then one of the other ones they did was the the shattered glass uh, on his on his cassette door. Um, with Tracks, Tracks was interesting because Tracks, it's based on the toy, and like I said, you know, so you have the toyetic with the giant head, but the back of tracks, like it's back of the robot mode. So it's the hood of the car on the back of his legs. I'm like, that is so damn interesting. So it's going to be fun to see what, what, if anything, Funko does with transformers this year in 2022. Um, what else, uh, is going on? Let's see. I, I've moved. I've, I've, I'm probably going to have to move again in a couple of months. So Toycast releases maybe few and far between until after the summer. I don't know yet. Not sure what's going on with that. As of lately, I will say that uh, the Funko collection is growing um, at a slower pace than what it was, obviously. But, uh, yeah, no, because I only grab stuff that I absolutely want. Like, I'm not... Like you said, you know, you're not going to pull the trigger on a Funko Pop unless it's something you absolutely have to have want. And there are plenty of stuff, plenty of fandoms and lines out there that I just don't need to collect because I don't have to have them all. If yeah. it's something where it's a, a, a brand or a franchise or a whatever that I absolutely love that I really, really, really love, then, yeah, sure, I'm going to want it. But uh yeah, most of the time I'm not not grabbing a lot of this stuff. Well, and and that's the funny thing is like sometimes you get this completionist vibe, and other times you don't. And mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of funny because I was going through, and I was I don't remember why, but I was looking for uh, my my kid has one of the robots in disguise repaints of a Machine Wars figure, which is actually a G two figure from Europe. Okay, it's. It, anyways, he the the kids were playing and they dismembered him and <laughs> I was putting him back together and I said, hey, you know I used to have 
one like this, but it was painted different. And I says, actually, that was one of my first, you know, repaints. And they were like, huh? And so I showed them a picture of the, like the stock photo from the, mm-hmm. uh, from one of the websites, maybe Cybertron or T formers or something like that. And it was probably Cybertron looking back, but I was describing, I said, you know, they had Megaplex, which was a clone of Megatron. They had, you know, Skywarp, Thundercracker, and they were different G2 molds that were reused for Machine Wars and then reused for Beast Wars 2 or Neo or one of the two. And they were like, oh, okay. And so I showed him the pictures and he's like, oh, that looks kind of neat. And I says, yeah, that was, you know basically what i had and then i started getting into the machine wars rabbit hole and i was like oh yeah i remember i had star scream i had Soundwave, and uh you know my brother had this one and then he had this one and my other brother had this one and so he was he was entertained by it and and, and then i was like you know it's funny because i forgot i had those machine wars figures other than the megatron Mm-hmm. Just because I haven't seen pictures of them in ages, and I don't even remember the last time I took pictures of those uh, before I got rid of them. And, uh, and then I was looking back at some other pictures of you know my collection, even four or five years ago, and the things I had were vastly different. Now, I did have some similarities, like Masterpiece, Optimus Primal, um, Optimal Optimus, the original Cheetor, Rat Trap, uh, Transmetal Megatron and Tarantulas and the T30 Waspinator. The rest of them I didn't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I had different iterations of them. Like I have a War for Cybertron Earthrise Prime now, but I, I had the Masterpiece MPL1. Right. Which to some degree sometimes I regret getting rid of, but because <laughs> he was die cast, he was huge. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I, I didn't like having it for the reason that it was so huge, I couldn't really yeah. display it. And I, I was just afraid of destroying it because it was die cast and plastic, <laughs> which it was, it was a spectacular figure. And I, I was sad to part with it. Although I tripled my money on getting rid of it that I paid for it originally. So that wow. was, that was beautiful. Cool. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like I, it's just funny to kind of look back at what you had, what you have and how it's, you know, still kind of influencing your, your fandom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, again, I don't, do I get a lot of the superhero stuff or a lot of the franchise stuff from Funko as Funko pops? Yes. For the collections that I enjoy and whatever else. But I also love, what I love about Funko pop is, and I've said this before on the show, when they do things that you know you're never going to get a real action figure of this, like when they go to movies or when they do stuff like ad icons or things like that, movies specifically, uh, over the Christmas break, I picked up the Home Alone Kevin McAllister in his winter, when he's walking home with the groceries, you know, and he's got his hat on and all of that. So there's a Funko Pop version of that. There was a FYE exclusive version of Clark Griswold holding the burnt out sled. So like if I want to combine movies in a photo to put on Instagram, hey, look, here's two of my favorite Christmas movies, Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. And they're two very unique figures that you're never going to get anywhere else in any other format, you know, style, whatever, any other company, whatever. And that's what I love about 
doing the Funko thing, uh, I have very few Star Wars Funko Pops. I've got some, but I've got very few of them. And I didn't just want a... Like, they have Darth Vader's. They have Darth Vader's upon Darth Vader's upon... Darth Vader for Funko is the same thing as Batman. There's at least three, two or three... I'm probably kidding here, but I'm exaggerating. You know, there's a ton of Darth Vader Funko Pops. I didn't just want him with a lightsaber or something. I have the one that was a Funko Shop exclusive where he's got the force fist where he's holding his fist up. Uh, like, I'm going to get you kids, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's just, that's the thing. Like, with Megatron, with G- Generation 1 Megatron, I don't have the the regular common with, with him and his fusion cannon. I have the GameStop exclusive one, which it has his energy mace, because that was obviously from the first three-part parter of the cartoon, More Than Meets the Eye. So, you know, I don't know. I'm excited to see what all the toy companies do this year because, you know, between Hasbro, like we were saying on the last ATTF at the end of last year, we have no idea what Hasbro is going to do with Transformers this year. I mean, we do know. We've seen things, but there are also plenty of things that we haven't seen of what they're going to do. But that new, what is it called? Is it Legends? Not Legends. Legacy? Um, yes, that. thank you. Legacy. You know, the new Legacy line where they're trying to align everything into one thing. I think that's great because you don't have, you know, you don't have your little kids going into the store saying, oh, mommy, oh, daddy, I need this, this, and this. And then you're like, oh, but it's from this line, this line, and this line, and it's this size, this size, and this size. You have it all under one, one banner, one thing. And it's going to be fun and interesting. I'm interested to see what Mattel does with Masters and whatever other non-Barbie things that they have in there. I don't know what Mattel has other than Masters. I know they have a bunch of other things. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what the toy landscape looks like in this new year, 2022. And you know what, folks? Just have fun with it. Yeah, it's, and that's that's kind of something I've I've kind of resonated with, you know, in the last year uh, as I've re-explored some of the Transformers is, mm-hmm. you know, the fun of finding them, the fun of you know what you can do with them because like the show accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's just. It's just, it's fun. Yep. Absolutely. I know this has been kind of a quick, short episode, folks, but uh, ToyCast is is um, building its Lincoln Log Village this year, and uh, we're going to have to get back on track. I'm sure Josh the Floor Burger and Adas Baron will be joining me again for a future episode. I don't know when that will be. I had asked them at the end of last year when they wanted to record, but... No, no real definitive answer because you really can't do stuff around like you can't do recordings around the holidays. So I'm sure there will be more toy cast origins out there. Anyone that's a toy collector or a fan of toys who collects them that wants to be on can be on. Um, where can the people find you online, sir? 
at SCP-21 or at Steve Phillips VO. I'm at TFU and Mike. You can find the show at TF Toycast on Twitter. We are also on Facebook. Just search out uh, Toycast. You can also check out geekcastradio.com for all the other content and everything else that we do. Until next time, keep playing with your toys, and I'm so sorry, Duvall, that I keep stealing your catchphrase. But anyway, we'll catch you next time here on ToyCast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.